every single person you speak to is one of the three C's. They're either a client, a connector, or a collaborator. And when you do these things, and I'm about to tell you, you will be able to make the income and impact that you have on your head and heart to make with your business. Welcome back to the Selling for Yourself podcast. I'm your host, Renee Rebar, TEDx speaker, author, sales coach. I have trained thousands of people to make millions of dollars, and I'm going to break it down step-by-step for you right here. This podcast is specifically designed to help women-owned seed startups with that initial lift to get their business, their offers, their profit margins off the ground and running toward their goals. If you've ever thought you would make the sale but didn't, we are going to have some fun. So the bottom line is this, when you tune in, you're getting current trends in real time on how to exactly make meaningful sales activities in just 10 minutes a day, even if sales isn't your thing. Hello, hello. I am so excited to talk to you today about the three best secrets over and over and over again. If I were to collect all of the thousands of quote unquote sales secrets, discoveries, patterns, things that I see over and over again with entrepreneurs running companies of all sizes, whether it's just them or they have a hundred employees, these three things will help you sell for yourself. Keep your pipeline full and allow that income and impact that you have on your head and heart to make possible. Okay, get out your pencil and paper. Here it is, number one. I want you to write this down. And if you just do this, if you don't even listen to the rest of this, you forget the podcast exists, you never come back. If you just do this one thing, you're gonna make a huge wave in your own business. Okay, ready? Let's catch up. Let's book the next call before this one's over. That's it. Let's catch up. Let's make sure we don't lose touch. Okay, there's three things I guess you can say. So let's say you're on a call with someone. And really, honestly, if we can agree, there's really only three reasons you're on the call with anybody. And that is they've come to you and said, hey, I need you, right? Like I wanna work with you. They've got, they're a referral, which a lot of my clients are getting so many referrals because they're just so good at what they do. So if you're getting referrals, that just shows me you're great at what you do. You're really great at what you do. So referrals are not a negative thing. Of course, we always wanna take strides to make sure that we're not only relying on referrals. We never wanna wake up one Monday or one uh, first week of the month or the last week of the month and think, oh my goodness, next month I'm gonna be at zero unless I start to find people to talk to. No, there are people all around you. I say this all the time. Here are three places. So number one, like I said, Before this call is up, let's book the next call. Now, when I first share that with some of my clients, they give me pushback. They're like, well, Renee, I mean, what are we going to talk about? I don't care. Talk about the weather. Talk about surfing. Talk about snowboarding. Talk about anything. It's not about making a sale. The sales process doesn't just happen like it's not transactional, right? It's not like they need a pack of M&Ms and you work at the counter and you're like, that'll be a buck 99, right? Like, it's not like that. It's a conversation. It's a relationship. It's nurturing. So let me ask you this. If you were on the phone with someone, let's say you were on the phone with them because they said, I need you. Or like I said, the other, there's only three ways. So I need you or let's catch up or let's get to know each other better, right? Those are pretty much the three main reasons you're on the phone at all anyway. So let's say you're on the phone with one of those people for whatever of those three reasons. You have a conversation with them. You'd set aside 20 minutes And nothing they said helped you see that they were ready for an offer from you. Great. I don't want you to lose all that marketing mojo, 
all that marketing momentum that got them on the phone in the first place. Because whether it's, hey, let's catch up, or hey, let's get to know each other better, or hey, I need you, marketing got them there. Something got them there. Don't lose that momentum. So always book the next call before this one's over. And what I say is, hey, I don't want to lose touch, or let's make sure we continue to catch up. So 15, 20 minutes have gone by. That was the time I had set aside for an initial chat, and nothing they said sounded like a problem that I could help them with. So I did not make them an offer. It was not appropriate. It didn't make any sense, but I don't want to lose touch. So let's set up another call because even though we're connected on LinkedIn and Instagram and Twitter and social media and you're on my email list and I'm on yours and we're absolutely in social media, love and entanglement, it doesn't matter because it's not as good as talking on the phone because being connected online on social media or through email or even through text, it's sort of like driving by each other on the highway and waving. It's not that good. (laughs) You're like, hey, right? So. Always book the next call before this one's over. Back to, Renee, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Like I said, anything. The next question I get from my clients when I suggest this is, well, when? I mean, I don't want to keep talking to people. I don't want to have 15,000 calls, la, 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 la. Okay, listen, sit down (laughs) if you're not already sitting. You don't have to book another call next week. You don't have to book another call next month. You can book a call this time next year. Let me ask you a question. Do you have certain family members that you have an endearment toward, that you absolutely love, that you only see once a year? And when you do see each other, it's like no time has passed and you pick right up where you left off. And maybe maybe it's not family member. Maybe it's just friends, maybe friends you grew up with, friends you haven't seen since kindergarten or middle school or high school or college or your first job in corporate. And you see them again, whether it's some sort of, I mean, goodness gracious, wedding, funeral reunion, right? Those are the other three places we see people we haven't seen in a while. And you pick up right where you left off. Are you feeling me on this? Having these 15-minute calls, even if it's a year from now, it's still going to help you because here's the other part. When you do see that person online, how you feel about them changes. Now it's not just somebody you once had a chat with, it's somebody you're going to have a chat with. And guess what? It's the same reciprocity back to you. They see your name, all the marketing your company does or doesn't, regardless, they see your name whenever they see it. And they think that's somebody I'm going to have a call with. I'm going to see them again. Remember, you haven't even made them an offer, but here's the fun part. Your business is going to make offers. It's highly likely you're going to have a launch of some sort, some kind of marketing campaign focused on one of your products, services, or events. And they're going to see it because it's going to be a loud marketing campaign and they're in your world. And they are going to think once, twice, thrice. They're going to really look at it, think about it, maybe share it, maybe ask you to come in and speak to their community about it so you can share it there, maybe buy it, or maybe all three. Why? Just because you had a 15-minute chat with them to either get to know me better or let's catch up because you met sometime at somewhere in some place or... They reached out to you and said, hey, I need you. But even if that call went down and nothing they said qualified them to be a potential client of yours at that time, it doesn't mean they never will be. I've said this a thousand times if I've said it once. Every single person you speak to 
is one of the three C's. They're either a client, a connector, or a collaborator. And when you do these things, and I'm about to tell you, and I'm only on number one, I got three, baby. So if you do these things, you will be able to make the income and impact that you have on your head and heart to make with your business. So hand on your heart, I will book the next call before this one is over. Because just like driving a car off of a car dealership lot, as soon as you drive it off, it's the law of depreciation, right? Law of depreciating intent. It's harder and harder and harder every single second that passes once that phone is hung up to get back on a call for any reason. You literally have to start over again with your marketing and energy. So I just cannot emphasize this enough. That's why I put it as number one. And you could literally stop here and just use that. When you're getting my emails, I want you to hit reply. And I want you to tell me when you use this. And I want you to tell me what happened. And if you've got questions, let me know. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you leave a rating and you take a screenshot and email us, I will give you one of lots of resources that I have that not only surround this episode, but wherever your business is right now. I consistently create new training and workshops and support materials for clients at every level of their business and game. And so I want to be able to help you as well. And I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. Okay, ready for number two? All right, number two. This is a place that some people feel, you know, why would I talk to them? They know who I am. I mean, heck, they've paid me before. Why would I go back to my former clients or former colleagues at the company I used to work with? Why would I do that? I get this all the time. (laughs) And I'm saying, because you know them, because they know you, because of the reasons you just said, they are not going to just reach out of the clear blue sky and say, hey, I need you. If they do, well, that's fantastic. Look at it as a gift from God and thank the heavens above. What I'm suggesting is you can be the facilitator of this activity. So number two, reach out on a regular basis in some way, shape, or form. And I don't care if it's weekly, monthly, quarterly, half yearly, yearly. It could be the holiday card. It could be their birthday. I've got people that do this to me. I receive a birthday card from someone I worked with seven years ago. I love her. And it's really nice to see these things. We chat and it always ends up in a text back and forth and sometimes a little chat on that. We set up a chat on the phone just to catch up. And she is, and I have been clients, connectors and collaborators of each other over the years. So at some regular cadence that you feel comfortable with, put it on your calendar to look back at everyone who's paid you or that you've been in a professional relationship with. So you maybe you've been in a marketing team with them when you worked in a different company. And again, I've had people that I've suggested this to and they're like, oh, Renee, I don't want to talk to those people. I mean, I'm doing something different now. Yeah, but they know your character. So even if you, let's say you were on a marketing team in a huge company and now you are a life coach, guess what? Those people that you were on that marketing team with, they know you. And they probably, once they learn that you're a life coach, if they haven't learned again, they're going to say, oh, that makes total sense. You were like my life coach every night uh, when I was crying in my <laughs> in my laptop trying to get my projects done. You were helping me through. In fact, I made a big decision in my life because of that chat you had with me that one time. You remember? And you might even not remember. Again, you have always been this person that you are acting on right now and other people have recognized it. So I just cannot employ you enough if it's five people a month that you commit to or five people a quarter or 
10 people a year or 25 people a year, I want you to commit to some number of people that you have either worked with in a professional manner. In other words, they've paid you as clients of what you're doing now or things that you used to do so that you can say, let's catch up. Now, if you think about, remember the number one tip I gave you, it's one of the three reasons to get in a call. Let's catch up. Let's get to know each other better. Or they come to you and say, hey, I need you. So let's catch up. Let's catch up. It's such an easy way to get people on the phone. And why do you want to get them on the phone? Why do you want to catch up? And even if it's not the phone, if it's just email or text or WhatsApp, it doesn't have to be a formal Zoom call. It can literally just be your chance to reach back out. When they see your name, they'll know you. They'll recognize your name. They'll remember the experiences that they've had with you. And just asking them, how's it going? What's new? And it could be, like I said, a card for the holidays. It could be a card for their birthday. It could be an email once a year because you send, you know, these five people one email at this point every year. This is not to have to be some huge project that you undertake all at once. This is a little thing that you interject. This is a meaningful sales activity that goes into your regular work schedule, whether it's weekly, monthly, or quarterly, or yearly. I've said it enough times. And I did this at one of my events, and I had them actually text a person that fit the criteria that I just shared with you. And one person, while we were there live, like within 20 minutes, had gotten a text back, booked a call, and that person ended up signing a contract with her for her services for 10 grand. Boom. So I'm telling you, the income and impact that you want to make is available to you. And you don't necessarily need another huge marketing campaign. You just need to deepen the relationships you have with the people that already know you. Okay, that was number two. And that was reach back to people that know you, that you've worked with. So it's either they've paid you because they've been your clients now, they've been your clients before, even if you used to be a Pinterest manager and now you're a business coach or maybe before you were in marketing and now you're a life coach. I don't care. You're still you. Your moral compass is still you. Reach back out to a handful of people at a regular cadence and catch up, whether it's email, phone call, text, a physical card, reach back out, see what happens. Okay, I can't wait to hear what happens because you're going to email me. I know this. You're going to see when my emails come through. You're going to think about this podcast. You're going to think about this instruction that I've given you. And you're going to say, you know what? I did do that. And this is what happened. And if you get stuck and something crazy happened, I totally want to know. (laughs) I want to know the good, the bad, and the ugly. Literally, that is what lights me up. So you'd be doing me a favor by letting me know. Okay. Just to recap before we go to number three, just to hold your breath a little longer. Number one, I asked you to make sure that any person you ever get on a call with, even if you did make an offer and they said no or not right now or it's not the right fit or I'm going to go with someone else, I still want you to always book the next call before this one's over because it doesn't have to be somebody that said no to you. It can just be someone that you know and that's the power of the connection. I want you to get as much juice as you can out of the marketing that you do. You can really squeeze the lemon a little tighter. So what I want to encourage you to do is always book the next call before this one's over. That's number one. Number two, put a regular date on your calendar to reach back out to people that you've worked with. And I don't care how you do it. We've already talked about it. Here's number three, testimonials. So number two, my instruction for number two is actually going to help you get testimonials. So let's just assume you have 
two or three or five or 500, like I do, testimonials. They're beautiful and amazing, and I'm so proud of them. But I know as an entrepreneur, sometimes even I go, well, that's good. I did that yesterday, but what am I doing today? And I sometimes feel like the testimonials are old news. And the reality is it's not. It's news. And those are people that were impacted positively by the work that we did together. And if you have testimonials in any shape or form, written, video, audio, share them more broadly. I am going to encourage you to not have a testimonial museum. And I've talked about this before on a lot of my public content. And that is, we like to put them in a pretty place on our website and then just keep them there safe and sound. We don't share them in our email. Please share testimonials in your emails, even if it's at the footer and it's once a month, even if it's once a week, of course, (laughs) there's lots of testimonials to share. What about social media? Wouldn't it be great to have one day a week that's called client love? Maybe Thursdays are your client love day or Sundays or Saturday night. I don't know. Pick a day that you feel great about and share one testimonial. It can literally just be a screenshot of it. It could be a little video clip. It doesn't have to be the whole thing or could be the whole thing. It could be actually their story and how you felt about them and what you said before, during, and after to help them out. So you can decide if it's going to be quick and easy or long and lengthy. That's up to you. And you can change your mind. But the reality is, is that if it's not out there at all, no one knows it. So of course, email, social media, where else can you put it? In emails to clients, existing clients also want to hear the work that you've done. Your stories in different platforms of social media. So not just the news feed, but also currently. There's so many ways to share your testimonials. And I just can't say enough that if you're not sharing them, people don't know about them. Because think about what you sense and what you understand to be true when you hear someone else's testimonials. You hear a person's voice or you see a person's face or you hear about the type of work that they do and you think, I can relate to that. And then you hear their problem and then you're like, oh, I can relate to that. And then you hear their success story and you say to yourself, I would like to relate to that. And then you look at the person who's sharing it, the person that they were giving the testimony around, the work that they did together. And you think, well, I think I need more of that. And every time you hear a testimonial, you're in a different place. So even if your company only has three testimonials and you rotate them ongoing and you only have 100 people in your audience, you are going to hit those 100 people different every single time you publish those testimonials, even if those same 100 people read those same three testimonials over and over and over again. Just like when you read something over and over again, even if it's the same thing, you're different. You're in a different place. And so you receive it differently. You interpret it differently. It hits you different. And so this is why I'm encouraging you not to just keep your testimonials and a beautiful page on your website, although that's great too. Do that also, but put them everywhere all the time, consistently, and constantly challenge yourself to get more creative about other places to share these testimonials. Because what the testimonials do is not just praise you, but they give the people that are listening to you scenarios and examples of the before meeting you and then the after. After you've solved the problem, after you've you've shared your expertise with them. This is so powerful because it's those examples that especially in the world of coaching or services, you know, funnel building, bookkeeping, web design, copywriting, life coaching, parent coaching, it's challenging to demonstrate what you do. I'm a life coach. What does that mean exactly? And what does it mean to that person right now today? And so the testimonials help illuminate. They give examples. It's like a demo. 
So you think about, you know, if you've ever bought like a blender, like I know we bought a Vitamix and we were at Costco one Saturday, as one does. And, um, you know, they were doing a little demo. And I had wanted a Vitamix for a while, but it wasn't like I was hot and heavy needed one tomorrow. But my husband saw them demonstrate it with that little two by four. If you've ever seen the demonstrations, it's, it's, they use a piece of wood. And he's like, wow. And I was like, okay, that's what it took. I could have done that for you. But again, people just need to see examples. That demonstration was my husband's, what he needed, his example that he needed to hear to fork over the 400 bucks. You know what I'm saying? And so it's not that much when you think about how long the life of this blender is and we use it every single day. So what I'm encouraging you to do is to consistently share your testimonials, even if you think it's old news. So I've given you three very powerful, very specific meaningful sales activities today that will help you sell for yourself powerfully from the heart with genuine care and concern for everyone around you. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. If you ever thought you would make the sale, but didn't, let's hang out more. Thank you so much for listening to the Selling for Yourself podcast. This episode is brought to you from my heart. If you loved it, please share it with someone that you like. And if you didn't like it, my name is Bob. When you subscribe to this podcast, you'll also get the chance to come to my live page, sellingforyourself.com, where you can ask questions, hear previous episodes, and stock up on your Selling for Yourself goodies.